Hi. Hello. I'm Ali. I'm Hannah. And you're listening to What's, What's on, on Your, your mind? mind? Your Mind, the podcast by Moon Bear Travel. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. All right, guys. Today we have no dog. The cats seem pretty chill. Our microphones have supposedly been fixed. Oh, yeah. So hopefully this is a nice, crisp sounding podcast. Fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed. And uh, yeah, thanks you guys for listening to last week's episode, Women. That got quite a lot of plays in a uh-huh. short amount of time. Great. Like 30. Well, okay, I say a lot for us. <laughs> 35 plays awesome. in three days. Thank you, everyone. So thanks. I hope you guys enjoyed Marie. I really enjoyed Marie. <clears throat> yeah, that was fun. We just need a third mic. I enjoy Marie always, but I especially yes. <laughs> enjoyed Marie on the podcast last week. It was great. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's good that she put her own story into it and like mm. her experiences as not being like a what Korea expects women to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to word that. She doesn't um, prescribe to Korea's ideal of femininity. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Mm. But she is. Hmm. Well, I mean, so for our Barry Korean quiz, yes. I forgot. You did. <laughs> it's a new segment, so I'm not. It like, is. Used to I know. About it. I only realized because I was like, "Oh, maybe I could talk about this thing," and then I realized I couldn't talk about it because there was it was number one not interesting enough, and number two it wasn't going to be long enough. So I thought, "Oh, I'll turn it into a quiz." Well, I forgot mine, guys. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna go off and like figure one out because it's getting late. So mm-hmm. let's just do Hannah's. Okay. Okay. So. In December 2020. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. What's our topic? Oh, <laughs> the topic today, is it today, this week is sun. 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 Interesting yes. topic. Sun, S U N, not sun, S O N. No, not sun, S O N. That could be interesting, though. Uh, yeah. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> or very overwhelming. Yeah, true. To choose from. That's there for you. <laughs> the topics and everything. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway. Yeah, we're doing sun as in the great big ball of fire in the sky. Mm hmm. Um, So, in December 2020, South Korea's magnetic fusion device, the Korea Superconducting Tokamak Advanced Research, or also known as K-STAR, reached an ion temperature of over 100 million degrees Celsius. Okay. How many seconds did it run for? What is this? It's an artificial sun. It's a magnetic fusion device. They were trying to, like, separate or create, like, specific like hydrogen particles or something like that <laughs> it, yeah i know All that went in one ear and out the other so i know this question but is it's like it's known as the artificial sun okay korea's artificial sun uh, it reached over 100 million degrees celsius bear in mind that the core of our sun uh-huh. only finger air quotes only burns at 15 million degrees celsius celsius okay so how many seconds did it run for Two seconds, mm-hmm. 20 seconds, or 200 seconds? 200. Why are you looking at me like We're that? giving him time to, to <laughs> oh, pause and think. You didn't say anything. So you just looked at me dead in the eye like. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> I'm like, is that wrong? <laughs> it is wrong. Yeah. The I answer is. I, I thought I would like shoot for the stars. <laughs> uh, our stars, the K stars. <laughs> it ran for 20 seconds. That seemed like the most logical option, mm. but then I was like... But also 100 million degrees. Where did they put that? Like, where was it? It's, and how big is it? It's in some big metal chamber somewhere, 
probably inside a mountain. That would how how would that even make any sense? Because I mean, the metal chamber would burn. Don't yeah, don't worry about my information <laughs> right now. People can read about it on their own. Yeah, that's very interesting. Oh, it's in Dejon. Of course, of course I didn't it's in John. Like where is the actual <laughs> yeah, thing? Because yeah. uh-uh. anything around it would presumably be destroyed. Anyway, okay. true. You think well, so? Well, I didn't really know what any of that meant, and I'll probably never think about that again. But uh, but a hundred million degrees—that's that's like eight times hotter than the middle of our sun. I know. On our Earth for twenty seconds. On our Earth. <laughs> yeah. In our solar system. <laughs> No, as in hundred million oh, degrees oh, on our, on our planet. Huh. <laughs> I learned something. Uh huh. Some uh, about plasma. Cool. Mm. <laughs> nice. Let's find a cure for cancer. Woo. Nah. Let's make a sun. Oh, okay. There's probably a yeah, person. right. <laughs> but is there? I, I talk like about it as if I know anything that's going on <laughs> in any scientific field. Uh huh. Oh, I feel bad they don't have a quiz. Should I see if I can like think of one on yeah. the spot? Yeah, for uh, sun. The only thing I can think of was Louis the Fourteenth. Is that even the right one? Or is <laughs> what? it the sixteenth? The Sun King. Oh, was it I Louis the Fourteenth or the Sixteenth? I do not know. A little farther away than Korea, so instead I'm just not gonna do a quiz today. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'll try and think of two. What about any time. quiz? You think of any quiz? No, because the amount of time it's gonna take me to sit here and think of something. Uh huh. It's just going to stress me out. And okay. I, you know, like when you try and think of something and then you suddenly don't think Can't of anything. Can't think of anything. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you a super boring one. Go no. Ahead. No. Nah. You sure? But I love quizzes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to do this because I was writing about her earlier. Um, okay. Okay. I, okay. I thought of one. Okay. Uh-huh. Peng Jini, courtesan, but she was also a poet. Peng Jini wrote a poem called Bright Moon. No, mm-hmm. Full Moon. Sorry. Full Moon. And I'll read the poem to you. It goes, green water, do not boast of your rapid flow from the blue mountains. It is hard to return when you've reached the blue sea. A full moon graces these peaceful hills. Won't you rest a while? Okay, here's my question. Lovely. What do you think green water actually is? Because it's not actually green water. Do I get options or am I just guessing out of the blue? No, nah, just guess out of the blue. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even prepare this. Uh, seaweed? No. Uh, grass? No. Uh, <laughs> green is- tea fields? No. Mm. Uh, what should I say? Wait, wait, wait. Can you read that first bit again? Green water, do not boast of your rapid flow from the blue mountains. It is hard to return when you've reached the blue sea. A full moon graces these peaceful hills. Won't you rest a while? So she's talking to green water, but what is green water? Green water. Mm. It's not symbolic by green water. It's symbolic by the whole story and what she's saying. It would help <laughs> if I knew the background, which I don't. Um, you don't. Well, or actually, you don't need to know the background. You know, no, you understand poetry. It's kind of obvious what it is. Really? It's yeah, obvious. Sure. I'll give you a hint. Her name in Korean, yeah. her like pen name is uh-huh. Myungwol, which means bright moon. So, so at the end of the poem, she says, a full moon graces these peaceful hills. Won't you rest a while? Is it like, I'm going to get like customers? Like, like uh, well, people, people dressed in green? No, no, no. It's just no? her lover. Oh. It's just the man she loves. Green water. So he's leaving her. 
Oh. He's leaving her to go somewhere else. And this was true. This was a true story. Uh-huh. Um, Greenwater, do not boast of your rapid flow from the Blue Mountains. So she's in the Blue Mountains. Your rapid flow, you're leaving the Blue Mountains. Yeah. It is hard to return when you've reached the Blue Sea. So when you're gone, it's going to be super hard for you to come back to. Okay. She had all these suitors. So once you leave, like this is your end. Uh-huh. A full moon graces these peaceful hills. I'm here. Yeah. I'm I'm the full moon. I'm in the mountains. Why don't you rest a while? Why okay. don't you stay with me a little longer? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Didn't expect a little poetry reading today. Cool. <laughs> hey. Anyway, um, you can watch a drama called Huang Jini. It's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why why are you writing why were you thinking about her? Writing about her? I wrote about her for our Patreon uh-huh. um, for one of our extra podcast stories and also because I'm going to be doing a live stream with Soul Guide um, mm-hmm. tomorrow. So go check them out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Korean historical figures I would swipe right on. on <laughs> she is one of them. <laughs> awesome. She's in, um, she's in the quiz that you made, right? The quiz that I – oh, yes, yeah, she is. She is, yes. She's one of the options for yeah. who you can. So check out on our website, uh, Korean historical figure. Which historical Korean figure would you date? Yeah. There's five options and then tally up your points and see which person. Mm-hmm. It's fun. With. Yeah. Like you got Changjo. I got Changjo. Yeah. I got King her. I got you Hong did? Jini. Yeah. I think I got a split between her and Changjo. I got a split between Changjo and Yi Sun Shin. Yeah. But I went for Changjo. Yeah, sure. I was like, I get to choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. Well, that was unexpected. But yeah, nice, though. Thank you. Thank you for that berry Korean quiz. I feel like we need a little jingle there. Yeah, I know. We said that the last time. We feel like we need a little little quiz jingle. Yeah. <laughs> berry Korean quiz. It should be in uh, Pansori. Oh, God. Okay, I'll leave that to you. You can try that. I'm not going to try traditional Korean opera. I'll practice for next week. (laughs) Should we go ahead and jump into our topic? Because I have no idea what you're going to talk about. You don't. I think mine's um, mine. I'm talking about something that people probably don't think about ever, Mm -hmm. though. Should we rub paper scissors? Yeah. Okay, ready? Wait, are are you on shoot or are you on scissors? On scissors. Okay. Kawi bai bo. Bo. Oh. oh, oh! You do it the fast. Yeah, okay, I do that okay. way. Okay. okay, so you wait, I win. Me, so, oh no! Um, <laughs> um, I will go. You I'll go second okay. because we went first last time. Okay, sounds fair enough. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm. I also talked I'm first. Part of that. I talked okay, first yeah, last time. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was part of we. Okay, sounds good. My topic today came from not a super long thought process, Mm -hmm. but kind of one that I didn't care to move away from. And I I sat there and I said to myself, like, why are you doing this topic? It's not really enough (laughs) for a podcast. Uh Um, And I was like, you could definitely think of super cool things related to sun. Uh But I just stuck with it for some reason. I don't know if it's just this love in my heart for this person or I do really love this person and not a lot of people know who he is, uh-huh. um, but they might have seen this drama. Okay. So I think a lot of people saw this drama, but they didn't know that he was a real person. Okay. Okay. I should probably stop talking about that. So the drama I want to talk about. Are you talking is, about a drama or are you talking about I'm a person? I'm talking about a person, but I need to start with a drama okay. because I think a lot of people watch this drama. You did not. 
I know that, but okay. I think you know what it is. <laughs> um, do you know the 2016 drama called Moonlight Drawn by Clouds? I've heard that name. Yeah, I but I, yeah, you know, you know I've not seen it. it. No. Park Bo Gum. Okay. You so, love him, don't you? Uh, I do really like him as an uh-huh. actor. I'm not super like into him, but I love him. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had <laughs> a little bit of a scandal though, because he his church is like a bit culty. Oh right. Yeah. yeah okay. But I do like him. Uh. So anyway, <laughs> so Moonlight Drawn by Clouds is this. I typically don't like kind of the none of the actors are like k-pop stars but they kind of feel like it you know when k-dramas like hire k-pop stars and it's just really badly acted and yeah it's just not like like uh there was the chosun one called guhaeryang and it was about a female writer and it had taunu the the pop star and he was the worst actor oh, no. I've ever seen in my <laughs> life so i love historical dramas but then they kind of bring this cheesy modern feeling to it and I don't enjoy it yeah when they're so even people who are you know they're purely actors they're so right. popular and they have such a cult following yeah 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 Imin Ho and Park Shin Hae yeah um what's his name ah can't think of his name Song he's Joon-hee? from no. the alien one and Kim, he was in Kim Soo-yeon yeah <gasps> How dare he, you? No, he's great. He's great, but put him in, put him in a historical drama, and it's gonna change the feel because it's Kim Soo Hyun. Uh, now it, yeah, when, now it would. He used it, to be in historical dramas yeah, before he was big, right? Mm. It's those people who don't change. Mm. That it's not the, the actor's name. It's right. not the character's name. It's Imin Ho who's in the drama. Yeah, it's you not can't, that person. Right. It's uh, uh, Bogum. You can't Bogum. detach yeah. yourself from that. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true, and I think that's why sometimes it gives a kind of cheesy feeling yeah it's interesting you said that though because this was how i chose my topic so i thought about when i heard sun i thought about a drama that i love called the moon embraces the sun okay do you know that i've heard of that one too but i've not seen it it's kim soo-yeun uh-huh. when he was young so that ah. was like one of his first k-dramas and that was kind of what set him up as an actor uh-huh. and i love that one and he's great and it doesn't distract you from the story but um so i thought about that but then that isn't grounded in history in any way so i was like what's a drama a historical drama that a lot of people saw that has some history and there's so many but i thought about moonlight drawn by clouds and i really enjoyed that drama mm-hmm. even though i didn't expect to there's so many historical inaccuracies, but <laughs> like the costumes and stuff mostly. Yeah. But the actors were amazing. You just totally fall in love with his character. Uh-huh. Like, but the thing was, and they never really mention it, he was real. And oh. I also really love the real person. Okay. So that's who I decided to introduce today. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to talk about his name. Well, he has lots of names. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Crown Prince. Hyomyung, because in Korea, when you become a king, you get a different name. And then sometimes after you've been dead for a certain amount of time, you get a name and then you also have your real name. Yeah. So I'm going to call him Crown Prince Hyomyung. Hyomyung? Hyomyung, yes. Like I said, his character inspired the character, the prince character in Moonlight Drawn by Clouds, which is quite old now. <laughs> um, yep, a little cheesy, but probably one of my favorite dramas. Of all time. Okay, I should watch it. I've not seen I many really historical dramas. Well, actually, I say I've not seen many. I've seen, if you consider Mr. Sunshine a historical drama. Yeah, sure, I do. Okay, then hmm. I've seen one historical drama. <laughs> it's not a Joseon drama, though, which are the, right. you know, the big money makers. Yeah, yeah. I've not those. seen any Joseon dramas. Oh, except, man. There's so many good Except ones. Kingdom. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, I also don't count that one. Complicated to say. Yeah, there are so many good dramas. I should make a like a list of historical dramas that you are should, and I should accurate. watch them all. <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't watch them all because I've got so many. There are so many that I love that aren't accurate, you know. Uh-huh. But I just love them because yeah. I love them. I love the Huang Jinyi drama. I thought that one was was really mm-hmm. good. What's that one called? Huang Jinyi. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what it's, called. it's got a Tang Sok in it, who was really popular in the oh, early 2000s. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was really popular. He had kind of like not a mullet, but he was always famous for like longer hair. He was it's, a little rocker yeah. boy, which is very different from what you normally see yeah. in Korea. I, I in saw a whole bunch of his dramas. Yeah, I watched one. I have a box set limited edition. I watched of that one, one and I became obsessed you're with him. You're beautiful, right? So I did, I don't know if it was that one that set it's, me on him, yeah. but there was definitely one that set me on him and I cannot remember it. But then I went through all of them. Like Mary mm-hmm. stayed out all night. That one. Yeah, that was awful. Uh-huh. But I loved him. So I watched <laughs> it. Oh my God. I loved her hair in that. Okay. Totally sidetracked. Um, yeah. So Tungun Sok is in that and he plays her love interest. It's good. So who was Hyun Young? He is the green water. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's the green water. Exactly. Wow. See, the quiz did do some good. Oh, funny. Sorry. Sorry. I keep taking you away from. Back. Prince Hyomyung. 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 Yes. So his real name was Eeyong. I say his real name. That was what he was born with. Uh-huh. And that's the character's name in the show. So Eeyong? you Yeah. Anybody who knows Korean history, they, they hear that and they're like, oh, okay. This guy is supposed to be based on somebody real. Okay. He was born in 1809. He died in 1830. Oh. So. 21. He was 21. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. He was the oldest son of King Sunjo. So okay. that is brought up in the drama, but I'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was super young. Yeah. Obviously, some tragedy is to come. I want to talk about his accomplishments because he's just so inspiring to me. I don't even know where to start. He was admitted to Sung Gyeonggwan University mm-hmm. in 1817. So he would have been, gosh, he would have been so young. So he's born in 18. 18- Oh gosh, he was wait, tiny. He was eighteen oh nine. Twelve. Yeah. Wait, eighteen. Wait, he was, hang on. Le- uh, he was eighteen oh nine, and he was admitted in eighteen seventeen. Mm-hmm. He was eight years old. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> child so was, genius. Yeah, child genius, exactly. And he got the title of crown prince in eighteen nineteen. He was always considered a genius, like you said. So he was ten when he became crown prince. Yes, yeah. officially. Okay. But three years after he was born, only three years, Sunjo said, you're going to be the crown prince. Whoa. Like he already knew how smart he was. He That's already like started training the, him. The kids the that king. you teach now, three, I know. three years old, saying there this is going to be the king. I could pick out that I would say you can maybe be. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some really smart kids. Uh-huh. Really, really smart. But he got training to be like a crown prince, to be oh. a king from that age. Wow. So pressure's on. Um, but luckily, the the records, the annals of King Sunjo, they wrote down all the remarkable talents that he had. He was an incredible painter. Mm-hmm. He was an incredible poet. They actually have a collection of his poems. I tried to find some, even in Korean. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't find anything. I was probably typing the wrong thing. <laughs> Um, he built a study in Changdeokgung Palace in 1826 just so he could write there. He loved oh. writing so much. And one of his poems was named after this study. I think it was called Shipgyung. Shipgyung was uh-huh. the name of the study. 
he was very intellectually spoken. Can I say that he was so well spoken? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming also at the time that also meant in Chinese. Like I'm assuming it meant that he was kind of also good at languages. Yeah. And the biggest accomplishment that he did was in the arts. There are court dances called Chengzhe. Mm-hmm. 53 exist. How many do you think he made? 51. No. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's pretty um, young. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. All right. That's like climactic now. 37? No. Still less than that. He made 26. Oh, still. So this guy died oh, he, made, he was 21. He made okay. half of them. He made half of them oh. in probably like five years, you know? <laughs> um, so he was so in love with dance and he created the Chun Eng. Jun, which is Dance of the Spring Nightingale. I sent mm-hmm. you the video of it. It's very slow. It has a lot of like arm movements. The sleeves are very long in that dance. But yeah. at the time, it was so poetic and it was considered so beautiful and symbolic. Mm-hmm. And it just totally knocked the socks off of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it made him, by historical standards, one of the most famous figures in court history, probably after Sejong. Wow. Just because of all of his accomplishments in the arts. Sejong, you know, was the more the patron of the science. Mm -hmm. And and for him, he was the art. But he wasn't even a patron. He did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what's so amazing. And he used his art to kind of validate the royal family. Like he showed them I'm worthy of this position because I can give this much at this age. So when he was alive, I think a lot of people didn't question the authority of the king as much because they were so struck by him him, and his intellect. And he was so kind as well. Yeah. He was also, obviously, if he created dances, he was a composer. He was a choreographer. He was just everything. And I, I wrote down in my notes, which is the most attractive feature to you? Painter, writer, speaker, Composer, choreographer. What would be the most attractive in a partner to you? <laughs> most attractive in a partner to me. Mm. Um, I mean, I love art. Mm-hmm. So that could be one. It's between that one and maybe choreographer. Yeah, yeah. I think men that like appreciate dance and like can mm. even make it. Yeah. There's something so poetic about that. It's because I, so I, draw and paint somewhat Mm -hmm. i can yes you can (laughs) somewhat (laughs) okay i can draw and paint i can write uh what else did he do he was a writer painter speaker uh composer music composer okay i can kind of speak kind of in public Uh (laughs) i'm okay with speech when i'm (laughs) he's also a scholar you know he's smart um i'm i'm not not too brainly blessed as in i'm not too brainly unblessed the one thing okay i guess the main point i'm making it i want to make is i can't dance well uh okay and i can't even imagine mm. i can't i can Im- i could imagine writing music yeah but i can't like i could learn to write music and i think i might be okay at it but I will never, I, ca- I can't even, where does it come from? Right, like, right, right, right. Make, just creating a dance. dance. Yeah. Imagine, you know, it's so cliche for somebody to say to you, I wrote a song for you. Yeah. But imagine if somebody said, oh, I made a dance for you. Yeah. Woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, he wasn't the one dancing, but especially because a lot of his court dances were for women. Yeah. It's like, it's 
expressive femininity. Why? How do you know that much? How are you so sensitive mm -hmm. to female actions and female movements and female expression? You mm -hmm. know, it's just so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I love him. <laughs> um, so that was kind of his academic side. He obviously was into politics, mm -hmm. considering he was the crown prince. He was really active, really, really active in politics from the age of 18 mm -hmm. um, because his father was ill. Okay. Unfortunately, that didn't last for very long because he got ill. But he oh, acted. He ill. Yeah. Oh. He acted as actually the regent king from okay. 18. 27 until his death. So, so three from years. 18 till 21. Mm. Okay. He didn't really have any enemies. There were some issues on his mother's side, but yeah. nothing that ever risked his position. Mm -hmm. He, yeah, just kind of avoided any any nepotism or any just bad energy. Mm. So Good for he him. was just, yeah, it really was too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll talk a little bit about his death. They don't know exactly how he died. Yeah. But it was some kind of illness. Yeah. I don't think it was anything malicious. He was actually, though, posthumously crowned. So he was made a king. Oh, he was. he was. Never, he was a region king. Yeah. Okay. So if you study the kings of Joseon, he yeah. would be in there. And oh. he's only one of nine who were honored as a king after they died. Oh. So, and this was super well received by the officials and his subjects. The yeah. people of Chosun and the people who worked with him were like, no doubt, absolutely make him a king. Yeah. They really considered him to be wise beyond his years. He was fair and he showed signs of being a big reformist. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, that never really came to fruition, mm. considering how young he mm. was. So, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the drama and what's kind of fact and fiction. Okay. It really plays up negative relationships with his father, which no historical record shows. I mean, mm. Sunjo made him crown prince from a young age. So right. I think in his eyes, he was always this really intelligent, clever boy. And I think he loved him so much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, dramas. There's always got to be a mean parent. They, they have to put something in there, you know? Yeah. Why can't they just focus on the fact that he died? Okay, can I spoiler? He doesn't yeah. even die in the drama. He doesn't? Well, I mean, it doesn't go until his old age, but... Old. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't... It doesn't... Um, it doesn't keep it ends with him being young so okay. they, it doesn't not say that he doesn't die but you know they could have done that right so they could have that's why it feels like people watch it and not know that he was a real person uh-huh but there were things about the K-drama that were interestingly accurate okay there's a character in the drama whose name is Pasan Chong Yak-yong and he was one of the greatest philosophers in the Chosen Dynasty mm -hmm. In the drama, the prince goes to him a lot for advice, mm -hmm. almost like a therapist. Mm -hmm. But there's no evidence that he did this. Tasan was close with Chongjo, who was Hyomyang's grandfather. Yeah, but actually, Tasan. Oh, oh wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> now that you've said that, uh -huh. so he's is he the one he built? Okay, you know the library in the. Uh, in Changdeokgung, the garden, mm -hmm. the library, on the mm -hmm. other side, like of the wall, kind of further down, there's like a really quite uh, modest, plain white building, like with the exposed wood, of course. But like, oh, is the that the one that he built? Tour? No, no, at the right, right towards the start. Oh, you know the one there's, by the there's pond. The, there's the pond and the library behind the pond, and then you go down to the right and you turn the corner. And you go left in there, and that's opposite the uh, the famous, the really well known lily pond 
Yeah, 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 the one that was used. In yeah, Kingdom. is that the reading? Is that the study room that he built? I don't think the study room that he built exists anymore. Really? Okay, because uh, I heard. I don't think the one in the secret garden in Changdeokgung is Buyeongji and Juhanu. But I mean, maybe I'm not exactly sure about Shipgyung's location. Uh -huh. so maybe the tour guide mentioned that mentioned that it yeah. was there or something yeah she might just anymore, have told me this of its existence at some mm. point <laughs> i really tried to find pictures of it and i've tried to find the poem because he named the poem after uh -huh. it. i just couldn't find anything so you know i would love to try and go to the secret garden with you with that tour guide like yeah, i would love to try like and she's not there anymore well well there are no tours no guided tours going right now um i wonder if they do start the guided tours again if you could like say to the office, hey, there's a woman who really loves Jongjo. Like, mm. do you know who she is and do you know when she's working? <laughs> when did you meet her? Uh, it was in May 2019. Uh, yeah, she could be gone. She could be, but she was so good. She was so good. It that's would surprise what, me if she... That's probably why she would leave. because She's probably better off in a museum or an archive. True, true. Like, but it's like was... the perfect place for her. Yeah, we can find out. <laughs> I'll try. We can try. <laughs> anyway, yes. So Dasan was close with Chengjo, Hyomyung's grandfather, but he was taken out of the royal court during the first year of Sunjo's reign. So he was not in the royal court for most of Hyomyung's life. Mm -hmm. But towards the end of the drama, Hyomyung is nearly poisoned to death. Oh. And Dasan visits the palace to give him medicine. And I thought this was really interesting because, according to records, Dasan brought medicine to Hyomyung just before he died. Oh. So there's some kind of correlation with that and yeah. the medicine giving. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. Another interesting thing about the drama, and my last note, is that the love interest of the prince in the drama, the love interest is fictional, but her father in the drama, his name is Hong Gyung Ne, and he was a real person, mm -hmm. and he was the initiator of an uprising against the government in 1811. Oh. So, obviously, rebel's daughter in love with the prince, Oh, you know, uh -huh. although she's dis disguised as a eunuch in the show. Oh. So, things get complicated. It's a tense romance. Oop. I like the story. Oop. So, it's a good drama. I recommend watching it. You don't really get a sense of his accomplishments through it, but there is a dance scene, oh, like okay. a court dance scene. Yeah. It's very brief. Um. But it's nice. And I wonder if it's actually one of the ones that he created. Uh, yeah. Well, she like Your because face. she's a <laughs> yeah. I'm making a smug face. Yeah. She's a eunuch, and he thinks she's a boy. Yeah. She wears this mask over her face. Okay. And she does this really beautiful dance, and uh, he falls in love with her. But he of course, who it is, yeah. Of course, but she's wearing this costume that's like a bunch of pastel sheets like tied together it's just super it's super beautiful but uh -huh. it's so not like <laughs> anything he would have made but i think it's all inspired by stuff he made okay <laughs> um it's good it's the closest thing you can get to seeing hyomyung i think on screen they actually had a whole exhibition for hyomyung at the national oh, museum cool a lot two years ago uh-huh but i didn't know about it oh so i didn't get to go shame Maybe I would have found the stupid poem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and then I had a fun question just to wrap it up. Uh -huh. If you could live in a historical K-drama or a K-drama, what would your love plotline be? Oh, no. Poor orphan girl. Poor orphan boy. 
I you hate each other, but then you love each other. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I'm like, well, when I watched it, I still kind of am. I'm I'm really in love with Mr. Sunshine. Mm. I I love that. I, mm. I love that love. I love that romance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really. Why don't you tell people a little bit what it's about? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember names. So um, there's a, okay. There's an American. Eugene. Yes. Eugene. Thank you. Um, there's Captain Eugene, who is a, an American, well, an American He was captain. an orphan and then he went to America yeah. and he became a, yeah, a member yeah. of the army and is he goes it... back to Korea on a mission. That's right. Um, he falls in love with the He falls in love with. An aristocrat's granddaughter. Yep. But she's a sniper in the people's righteousness. She army. is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I used to. Awesome. I, just, like, I can't even talk about it. Yeah, I know you did. Thank you. You explained it better than I could because I'm like, I'm, I'm getting all like she's memories smiling. over here. Yeah, you're, you're getting, like, blushing. I love the show. It's so good. The kind of like we come from different worlds, but, but we we're actually each other. yeah because he's also a sniper. Yeah, yeah but yeah, not yeah. not for the people's, people's righteous, righteous army, army. But he's he's a, he's like a kind of assassin oh who does he for who um i can't remember i watched it even yeah me too way longer ago than or, you did or is he working kind of on his own i can't remember i can't remember either anyway it's it's awesome <laughs> but uh, no i was gonna give a spoiler but i'm not gonna give a spoiler because yeah, it's a, a spoiler. big spoiler and it's so it. awesome yeah if you yeah you should watch it not, not you because <laughs> you've shine. seen it <laughs> i love it so much i can't get my words out yeah properly. she's like I just want to watch it all over again. Do it. I the should. joy of Netflix. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much. I hope you learned about a cool new guy. What's his name? Hyo Myung. Yeah. You passed the test. All right. It's my turn. All right. Greedy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very close to my friend then. <laughs> all right. It's my turn. My turn. Have you ever seen um, The Emperor's New Groove? Yes. We both sound like Kronk. All right. It's my turn. He's <laughs> <Yzma. laughs> Poison, poison for Crisco. The poison for Crisco. Crisco's poison. poison. <laughs> okay, sidetrack. What are you going to talk about? So, as usual, I wasn't really sure what to do. I thought you were going to talk about your favorite thing ever, which is the sun and the moon screen behind the throne. Oh and my I thought word! You were introduce that I could have done I didn't that. choose that because I was like, she's definitely going to choose that. What the heck? You know what? I even when we said last week about the sun, you that even it, popped into my head. But you didn't think yes, about it when you were. I did. Now I'm so annoyed. I mean, you can probably find a link. Oh, for another episode. yeah. We're doing moon. I think we at are. Some point, so. All right, I'll do it then. <laughs> okay. Um. No, I'm not going to. Uh, you might be quite surprised what I'm going to talk about. All right. Because um, I'm going to talk about Myeongdong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like excited in the first part of the O, oh, and then I was thinking in like 0.2 seconds, how does that relate to Sun? Okay. So how do you think it relates to Sun? How do you mm. think I got there? What was my journey? Well, um, the lights sun is bright what area has bright lights neon lights myeongdong you're basically there did i Although... talk about myeongdong already you didn't talk about the history of myeongdong did i what did i talk about for neon i thought i talked about myeongdong no yeah, you talked about something totally about different okay. yeah <laughs> i think i must have thought about it yeah i think so I think that, oh i think i did i think i said like I was thinking about doing myeongdong but I'm, i don't care enough about uh, myeongdong. please make me care about myeongdong okay 
I, it's not something huge to care about, but um, it's interesting because, okay, so. Is that yeah. why? Uh, yeah, basically, I, I I was like, sun, the sun is bright, and Myeongdong actually means bright cave or bright tunnel. Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. that's so good. that's how I got to Myeongdong. Okay, cool. Okay, so like Myeongdong, what? Huang Jinyi's name, Myeongwo, bright moon. Oh, ah, yeah. so we know that Myeong is bright. bright. And dong is cave. <laughs> no, Not dong. dong. Yeah. Dong is poop. And I talked about, we all, we both talked we about poop on a whole poop episode. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I'm going to talk about Myeongdong. Okay. What's Myeongdong? Myeongdong is a shopping district in downtown Seoul. That's true. Known it's very for, close to our house. It is actually. Uh, known for its bright neon lights. Well, previously busy shops. Aww, <laughs> we can Island. We can talk about that later. <laughs> And <laughs> and it's a street food market. It's pretty yes, famous for yes, that. Yeah, I used to go there after work all the time. Not a good choice for my. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. I've actually not eaten much there. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. Stuff. There is, mm. but I think I'm always a little bit wary of street food. Yeah, yeah. And, Everywhere. And Yongdong is super oily, and also yeah. like there's so many people. You just I've also been kind of conditioned since I was young to believe that really popular places like that um, charge way too much for everything. Yeah, Myeongdong doesn't really because it's like street food yeah. in general is always cheap. But it's... yeah, but I always stayed away from it because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay for this mm. like street food because I was never really allowed it when I was young. Mm. Only very, well, it was very infrequently did I. Did I ever get anything at like fairgrounds, stuff it's like that? It's funny you say that though, because you always tell me now the yeah. reason that you like to eat that kind of food is because you were never exposed to it. So yeah. why don't you go to the street market? I know. I, I'm not But that's also like a hygienic thing. It's a bit of both. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. of both. Well, I think that now, well, I, I kind of, I didn't eat out a lot. Mm. So I like to eat out a lot now. Mm. Um, I didn't order in a lot. Right ever at all really unless we got an indian every now and then or mm -hmm. a fish and chips every now and then mm -hmm. um so i order in a lot now but i always wanted to eat food at the fairgrounds right. and th places like that but i never did because they were always so expensive they are, yeah. so i think That's i don't true. even like look at the food really in myeongdong mm -hmm. I, I mean i see it but i don't look at the prices i don't consider yeah. buying it because to me i've been yeah i've been conditioned to believe that all street all food that's sold on the street from little stalls is going to be extortionately priced mm. so i don't even bother but mm. actually like you it's said not, it's not that bad it's not badly priced yeah but... it's not at all um and i do quite like some of the things there <laughs> have you what's your favorite Ooh, well there's one lady towards the front of it that sells bungobang which is korean fish paste yeah paste not pastry bread, but she has 10 different flavors inside. Oh. Banana. Like the, um, is it the bready ones or the pastry ones? No, it's a bready one, but it's it's kind of cooked like in a waffle maker. So it's ah. a fish, but it has the square around it. Okay. It's bread. Yeah. It's almost like a waffle. It's yeah. It's super good. But I love her filling. She has like Nutella and banana and banana Nutella. I think I know the one. I also love... Um, because I don't eat in hot dog. Hot dog is actually Konglish because in Korea, hot dog is a corn dog. Yeah. And they have corn dogs with just 
cheese. Oh yeah. Not even, <laughs> not even a sausage. Uh-huh. So that's the only one I can get. And they're so awful for you, but they're <laughs> so good. And some of them are even covered in potatoes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. French fries. Great. Yeah. Or just chun or dopoki. I yes. love dopoki. There's an old lady there who makes dopoki. I just really remembered. Good. We went together, didn't we? To take pictures and yes, eat food we for, did. Um, for my winter street food post. Yeah, you got the egg in the in the bread. Yeah, I got the you egg like bread that. for the first time. You dropped half of it. On the I ground. did. <laughs> I, I took one bite and then the whole yolk fell oh, out. <laughs> I was it so looked disappointed. Nice, the picture. At least you got the picture. <laughs> it did. That's true. I really like. Um, it's not there all the time. I really like uh, the. It's like a kind of pastry cone almost, mm-hmm. but it's made to look like a fish, like the bungabang, yes, but with yes, nothing with, inside. But with like ice cream and, and they stuff put, inside. Yeah, it's, and it's goat's fruit. milk ice cream. Yes. And on top, they put a chunk of honey. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, a chunk yeah. of like actual, is the honey cone. Yes. Yeah, he cuts a big chunk out of his out of his box and then puts it on top of the goat's milk ice cream. So good. Drizzles the honey on top and then he sprinkles a little bit of like green tea powder on top so awesome it's like some of the best ice cream that ever. is not something you can find anywhere in korea no that is like that guy yeah in Gong. i have yeah. never i've seen the fish with the mouths open but uh-huh. it's always ice cream yeah Just cheap chocolates are up ice cream yeah that guy is the real deal with the goats goat's milk and the yeah mm. and the honey go find him so good him in business okay uh-huh. <laughs> I want to find him and now. wear your mask <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah it's a uh, a pretty pretty well known well mm-hmm. it's very well known <laughs> very famous yes. um but it hasn't always been called myeongdong okay uh, in Joseon times it was called myeongnyebang okay and it was actually a residential area mm. it wasn't until korea opened its doors to the rest of the world towards the end of the 19th century that it started to really change so until then until Korea opened up, it was always residential. That's when the cathedral was built in okay. 1898. I love the cathedral. I've not actually been into the cathedral. Cathedral, <laughs> yeah. Like the underground shopping center. Yes, I have. With me. I have, yeah. That's the only time I I've been there. I love the cathedral. I used to go there in the mornings while I would wait for my bus and just sit there. Mm-hmm. It's very simple, modest, blue. I it's love it. lovely from the outside as well. Yeah, it's not what you expect on the inside, but it's better. Like for me, yeah. it's better because it's just so simple. It's okay. so plain. Interesting. It's a great place for quiet reflection. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was built in 1898. Uh, it's also the seat of the Archbishop of Seoul. It's still the center of Catholicism in Korea as well. Mm-hmm. Then, during the Japanese colonial period, it its name was changed, Myeongjitong, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. um, or in Japanese it was called Meijicho. Uh, that's when it became more of a commercial district, which is where its roots, the shopping district roots are. So instead of being less or like residential area, mm-hmm. it became more commercial. Mm-hmm. That's when major institutions like the Bank of Korea and the Japanese cons- consulate and the Shinsegae department store were built. Right. So if you guys were wondering why I used to go there, it's because my students were from Bank of Korea. That's right. Which is still there. It is. Mm. Mm. After independence, it became known as Myeongdong, as we know it now. After the end of the Korean War is when Myeongdong really began to bloom as such. Um, it It turned into a very busy commercial district, especially because of the rise in the economy. Right. Exactly. And around... 
around Myeongdong are the mm-hmm. Uljiro and mm-hmm. Chungmuro, which were really big for banking. Mm-hmm. So they they expanded and they expanded into Myeongdong. Okay. And with the economic development came city development and lots of high-rise buildings were constructed. Yeah, so many. That's right. In the 1970s, Myeongdong was really popular. It was really popular. It was quite trendy, actually. Really, mm. really um, popular with young people, teenagers, young people. I can people. imagine that now. It's so foreign. I know, right? Know, foreign focus. Uh-huh. But it was particularly because of the big department stores and the high-end shops that were there. They had all of the the brand names you wanted. They had all of the they had all of the imported goods right. from overseas. They had all of those things that people really wanted. Right. Expensive, mm. expensive stuff. Young, the first kind of you know, general public society generation that had money to spend. That's right. Yeah. To splurge. Mm -hmm. There were lots of very famous or very popular restaurants. Still there. there Lots lots of them Uh are still there. They are. So it was actually considered the top place in Korea for shopping in the whole of Korea. It's that's (laughs) where you wanted to go for shopping. (laughs) Imagine that now. Not that now. What happened? That was in the 70s. Not that it went downhill, guys. Don't get me wrong. It's just super touristy. It's got the cheap green so makeup products. It's got really cheap clothing stores, right? like $5 for two t-shirts, stuff like yeah. that. So it's just I have a theory. Different. I wonder whether, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. So so it, it, it was this hub for shopping mm-hmm. in Korea. And it, we anyone who lives in Korea and anyone who's visited really knows it's very, very popular with Chinese tourists. Yes. So they would, they, I assume they would also go there to do mm-hmm. that type of shopping mm-hmm. because it maybe wouldn't be as accessible in China. What kind of shopping? Like uh, international goods, big brand name stores, department stores, you mean like- things that you couldn't, everything that came from overseas. You mean like in Myeongdong? But mm. the stuff in Myeongdong is... Korean now. But I mean before. Oh. So then lots of Chinese tourists would go there. I don't think and they were going there. And now it's changed for their tastes. I don't think they would have been able to go there at the time because they would they were they would have just been getting out of Mao Zedong and and their crisis. Yeah. And so I wonder whether it's after that. I think they it's started to the 2000s with K-pop. Ah. K-pop brought all the other Asian countries over. But then why? So K-pop brought them over, but then why did they choose Myeongdong? Maybe maybe the hotels were first built there. That's very true. Like maybe the hotels were built there first, and then that's like where the Chinese people would always stay, and Mm -hmm. then then the area changed around them. The Chinese embassy is also there. There are a lot of old hotels there. there. Yeah, there are. Yeah. In Myeongdong. Well, and then there's the Lotte department store has a hotel, and then yeah. there's the really old hotel next to that. Next, that was next to my work. Mm-hmm. Plus, the palaces were there, That's so it's true. really like touristy area. Yeah, but then you can't shop in the palaces. So where do you shop? Myeongdong. Myeongdong. So probably, yeah, probably when like I would imagine other Asian countries started coming over, they weren't focused on Myeongdong, but that was the best place to stay because you true. were in the middle of everything. Yeah, and then it changed to what they wanted. Yeah, that's true. That is my educated guest. It's a thank you. Very good educated guest. Have a great evening. All right. Better than mine (laughs) because mine, I pulled out my butt. (laughs) But you were on the right track. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we kind of touched on my next part, which was what Myeongdong's like nowadays. 
<laughs> yeah, I was definitely going to talk about him. Oh, okay. What is like now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now it's more geared for tourism, for beauty, for oh, so much beauty K-pop. Product. Beauty and oh K-pop. It, I mean, that's beauty what, and K-pop. That's the tourism. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese <laughs> um, embassy is in Myeongdong. It is, and there's a Chinese school there. For, yeah. For immigrant children, mm-hmm. um, or Korean kids who want to grow up speaking Chinese. Yeah. So there is this very strong Chinese presence there. Yeah. It doesn't feel like China to me because I've lived in China. Yes. But it does. Because there's so many Chinese people. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. Before COVID, if you went there, the it people around you, it was not, you, there were no, no, Koreans didn't shop there. No, no, no. For no. a long time, Koreans haven't shopped there. Even now, they're there now because they can, you know, it's just quieter and, right. and not so packed with tourists, but uh, they still don't go. And, and now a lot of the shops are gone. That's true. For, I think Koreans have gotten in a habit of not shopping there for so long. They don't think about yep. it. Yeah when they want to go shop right well it, i don't blame them well it's because it's not geared again it's not geared towards mm. korean people anymore it's exactly. geared it's geared towards chinese and southeast asian yeah. tourists who come over and they want to buy k-pop goods and they want to yeah. buy big bulk packs of face masks right right from cheap 40, rose shop skincare brands exactly yeah yeah that's true and then another thing you know obviously the chinese have become so wealthy that they are also the biggest market for the department stores, right. not the Koreans. Uh-huh. So I used to have a student who worked for Lotte Baekwajong. He was very high up. Mm-hmm. And he told me, even during COVID, they are inviting Chinese people yeah. and paying for their airfare and paying for their two-week quarantine just so they can come to Lotte Baekwajong and shop. Wow. Because they will end up paying more for the goods that they buy wow. than the airfare and the quarantine combined. And he said they do it all the time. So I notice even if you go there, you still see Chinese people. Not as many, obviously, but a lot of them are probably guests invited by the department store. That's amazing. And I asked him, I said, oh, you mean like celebrities? And he said, also just normal people who have money. (laughs) You know, loyal customers. I know. Imagine being so loyal to a department store that they pay for you to come shop. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Imagine being so rich, I should say. But also, I'm like shocked, but also I'm not that shocked because because if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen, um, you know, when you go to the airport yeah, and because you can collect all of your duty free items at the airport, you don't oh have to take it with you, pack it in your suitcase, no. deal with all of that. You can have it sent straight to the airport, pick mm-hmm. it up at the airport and then oh my God. go through. They buy like a suitcase as part of their purchase yeah. to put everything they bought into their the suitcase. The amount of stuff you see them picking up I know. is nuts. And it's always super expensive yeah. stuff. And it's weird to me because they have department stores in China. I wonder so whether it's just much cheaper here. It, I think it is. I think it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so that's so interesting though, about them paying people paying customers. Yeah, I know. Ah, I know. Paying customers. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. The other way. <laughs> Please come to our department store. I mean, I think that's what's managed to keep them going during COVID. Right. And I think they've been they're doing a good job. I mean, I don't think they're as bad as it. They're bad, he told me. It's not good. Right, but yeah. Oh, well, they're some of be. the only people that are still open. Right. Our exactly. someone, um, so Cherry, Cherry in Korea on Instagram, she posted uh, some pictures on her stories the other day of Myeongdong. Did you see them? No, but I 
I've been to Myanmar yeah. a lot. Yeah. It was literally Over yesterday the or the day before. And everything and is gone. Nearly yeah, about half half the go. half the shops have closed. There was apparently big a big shops. fire. I didn't hear I didn't even hear about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like and not little companies, not mom and pop shops. No. I mean like big stores are gone. Big brand, the skin, all the skincare brands. All the skincare yeah. stuff. Hamcheongdong was the first one I noticed. This oh my gosh. Very, yes. very expensive, rich area next to Gyeongbokgung. Yeah. The main palace in Seoul. And it was always famous for, do you say atelier designers? And, yeah, and little also very expensive brands like um, workshops and workshops. Kiehl's, there was a Kiehl's there, yeah, all gone. Oh, it's crazy. I really liked Samchangdong for shopping. I never liked it for shopping, but I just loved it. They I had some really sweet little trinket stores, and did, I'm a bit of true. a I love looking at knickknacks. <laughs> we act like it's never going to open again. That's true. It will. <laughs> oh, we didn't even say the biggest one, Insadong. Oh my goodness. Don't yeah. even want to talk about that because those are local artists and yeah. people who, the potters and painters who've been in Insadong their whole life mm -hmm. and then just. In the blink of an eye, they're gone. And you know, they opened that brand new shopping center mm -hmm. there, which I don't like. I don't because like it it's either. full of it's just like rubbish shops. It's a, it's a nothing stores that yeah. you can go to in Myeongdong, right? Um, which is right across the road. So why would I want to go there for that? That opened. They dress it up like it's old fashioned, but it's not. There was a couple, an old married couple, who they used to go to Potters and. Um, painters and buy their stuff and then sell it there and I loved them because mm -hmm. they for free they gift wrapped everything I bought and they also knew every single artist who made everything oh that's great sometimes when they didn't even stamp it mm -hmm. they were like oh that's so and so in Ichon Ceramic Village wow. and they could give me his name and they would write it down and they remembered who I was because I would always go there to buy presents mm -hmm. and I went back there within like maybe two weeks after COVID and they were already gone. That was in Samjigi? Yeah. Uh, no, it was next to Samjigi. Okay. It was on the street, on the main road. Uh, but yeah. yeah. That's, That's such a so shame. sad. I know. It's been replaced by this ugly art gallery. Mm. Everything's always replaced by something. Uh, ugly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, COVID's seen the near death mm. of a lot of really popular areas. It's going to be super interesting to see what opens there when things go back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. What? How do you think it's going to play out? I think it's going to be the same because I think people have been waiting for that. BTS has gotten so big over the last couple years yeah. that so many foreigners have been wanting to come to Korea yeah. and now they've gotten the chance taken away from them. Yeah. And so when they come here, they want to see those skincare stores and those fashion stores. Yeah. So even though they closed, I think you think they're just going to pop right again. back up, pop right back up. Might not be the exact same one. But yeah. I think it's going to be fashion and makeup and yeah. cheap stuff. Myeongdong will bounce back. I'm worried that Insadong is just going to be more modern. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's probably going to be the worst one. Some, some I think Zong so Zong too. Too, maybe even. It could, it could. It could. But I could also see that just going back to how it was before I hope as so. well. One thing that never disappears <laughs> and will probably never disappear. Poop Cafe. The Poop Cafe. <laughs> Check our latest Instagram post for our Poop Cafe. I'm eating poop. She's eating poop. No, I'm not eating. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's not eating poop. That was a fun conversation. Or is it? <laughs> well, I'm like, it way is. past that now. <laughs>
yeah thank you all the way from Yongdong to Insadong it's not very far really oh <laughs> I thought you, meant our train you can walk thought. it I was like oh, it's poop. To poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Myeongdong and Insadong are super close they and are. even Samjongdong once yeah. you get once you get there you could do close. a whole day you, you could do them all in a day all of the forgotten rundown oh. coronavirus neighborhoods <laughs> what a fun tour should we write about it on our blog <laughs> Go to Myeongdong, guys, and yes. thanks for listening. If you've been to Myeongdong, leave us a voice message or send us a message on our social media and tell us what you think. Or if you haven't been, tell us what you'd like to see there. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I hope you learned something new today. I did. About sun. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not much about sun. How did yours connect to sun again? I forgot. There's the drama with Kim Soo-hyun called the moon, When the Moon Embraces the Sun. Uh-huh. And then it started... A thought process okay. of Korean historical dramas. Okay. And I was like, aha, there we I go. Want to introduce him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's our topic for next week? Our topic for next week is underground. I really like that one. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind is like underground art scenes, underground music. There's that type of underground, or there is like literally underground. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The subway. I thought about the subway, but I talked about huh. the subway before, kind of. I talked about. Yeah, you did. You talked about I talked line about five. line five. Yeah, I love that episode for purple. Yeah. That was a good one. That was like um, really early first season. When I, Did you know that like Disney World has an underground? I heard about that for yeah, all the actors and stuff to yeah. get to different parts of the park. Right. Yeah. There's secret passageways hidden around. I wonder if there's anything like that in Korea. Probably not. Let's find There out. must be some with like the government buildings. Oh, yeah. Well, there's like the secret, you know, um, like war shelters that some apartment buildings have. Yeah. And they don't disclose it, but they do when you go to buy it. Oh, yeah. A bunker. Like yes. the bunkers. There's a really famous one in Yongsan near uh-huh. the station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has bunkers underneath. Uh-huh. Cool. It's like you probably have to pay a monthly maintenance fee for the bunker. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You can find us everywhere. We are Moonbeam. <laughs> on the ground, on your front door. I thought you were going to go into some sort of Dr. Seuss thing. Then. <laughs> I wanted to, but I'm not really good at thinking that much on the spot. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. and Pinterest, uh, Patreon. Patreon like as Bear Travel. Right. Um, for the podcast, we are What's On Your Mind. Yes. This is the only place we are What's On Your Mind now, so don't get confused. Moon bear travel everywhere else. That's very true. I hope we guys. I hope we guys. We guys. I hope we guys introduce Korea new to you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we introduce a new Korea to you guys. Good. I'm so sad. Good night, Good. 여기 오늘은 여기까지. Bye.